0: grandma's radio show we talk about slobber knocking fights Ground and Bell. Rear naked chokes. Plug your ears if you don't want to hear it. It's coming up next, another brand new episode of Sucker Radio. This is MMA fight music producer Mikey Ruckus, and you are listening to another edition of Sucker Radio with your host, Jeremy Brand. Be sure to catch all your mixed martial arts news and interviews and updates at www.mmasucka.com.
1: Welcome back. To a brand new episode of Sucker Radio here on MMASucker.com as well as Last Word on Sports.com. I am your host as always, Jeremy Brand. And guess what? I'm going solo this week. No guests. No one to talk to. Solo Sucker Radio. I'm going to just break down sort of some of the stuff that's gone on over the past week in the world of mixed martial arts. The big news this week is the fact that UFC 189 main event is in doubt because Jose Aldo has suffered a rib injury while training. The fight with Conor McGregor is in doubt, in limbo, and uh, possibly by the time you listen to this um, episode, the fight could be cancelled or the fight could still be on. There is a lot going on in the Twitter universe about this fight and about the fact that it might not be happening but I hope it does. And if it doesn't, I am one of those guys that believes that Conor McGregor should truly still be on this fight card. He is the man behind UFC 189. It is not Jose Aldo pulling this horse and cart. It is actually Conor McGregor. He is the head steam of this thing. He is the reason why the UFC has put so much money into UFC 189 saying UFC, Dana, UFC president Dana White has said that this card needs to break 1 million pay-per-view buys to even break even, shows you that Conor McGregor is that man. And I think that if Jose Aldo does pull out, then they need to leave Conor McGregor on the card. Whether that's against Frankie Edgar, who knows? That's the guy that a lot of people have been talking about. I saw an Instagram post that Frankie put out there of him just staring at his phone hoping that the UFC calls because he said he will take this fight on just over two weeks' notice. He will take it, and he will look to beat Conor McGregor. Should that fight happen? I don't know. I don't know if Conor McGregor fighting Frankie Yeager makes sense. Um, Fight-wise, it definitely makes sense. But for McGregor's stock, I, <laughs> I am just not sure. He is a guy that has not been tested by wrestlers yet inside the octagon. His two losses outside of the UFC have come by submission. And Frank Yeager is a guy that can get that fight to the mat. It could be a long five rounds for Mr. McGregor if Frank Yeager is on top of him. But who knows? He could come out and shock the world and and do what he does best and knock this guy out. He has some flashy frickin' power. Um, His footwork is insane. He has combinations through the roof that guys have never seen before. He has such an unorthodox style that he might confuse Frankie Edgar. We don't know. Heck, we don't even know if Josie Aldo's actually pulled out of this fight yet. At this point, when I'm recording this, Josie Aldo is still in doubt. So who knows? But I do believe, as I said, Conor McGregor should stay on this card. And if they do pull him, then that's unfortunate because Rory McDonald, who is challenging for the UFC welterweight title against Robbie Lawler, this fight is not star power. That's the problem. It cannot cannot carry this card. It has not been promoted enough. Yes, usually the heavier weight class is the one that goes first. It is the one that is the main event. And the welterweight fight is the heavier fight. But does it make sense to put these guys at the top of a card that was being carried by such a star like the notorious one, Conor McGregor? No. I don't think so at all. And as if more couldn't happen to the UFC this week. So this happens, with Jose Aldo possibly being injured. And the UFC production studio goes up in flames. What is going to happen next? Who knows? But I am still crossing my fingers that by the time you folks are listening to this episode, that UFC 189 is going down as planned. Please make it happen. Please, doctor. Jose Aldo is going in Thursday morning, which is when this show airs. And we will have the news hopefully by midday. Please, please, please let him fight. I know a lot of people are like, well, if it's not a 100% Jose Aldo, we don't want him in there. I think you need him in there. You need Conor McGregor versus Jose Aldo. These two are fire, and it needs to happen. Other left- other stuff this week, you know, seems like every day we are hearing tomorrow. Tomorrow. I get text messages from Nick Baldwin who owns MMAJr.co, as well as rights for MMASucker.com, saying, guess what? It's going to happen tomorrow. Well, what's going to happen tomorrow? We're going to find out whether the New York state will unban mixed martial arts and let it happen. But I don't think it'll happen tomorrow. <laughs> I don't know when tomorrow is, because it keeps sounding like tomorrow. No, tomorrow it's going to happen. No, guess what? Tomorrow it's not going to happen, but hopefully it happens sooner rather than later because I'd love to see Chris Weidman in front of his home state in New York at Madison Square Gardens defending his middleweight strap. So New York, please get this to happen. Earlier this week, MMASucker.com was first to report that Team Alpha male fighter Paige Van Zandt and rising UFC strawweight prospect will make her return to the cage at UFC 189 later this summer against Alex Chambers. You see what they did there? They didn't put her in there against the best of the best. Heck, Alex Chambers isn't even ranked, I don't think. But they are building Paige Van Zandt up the way she should be built up. They are building her star power. They do not want this little marketing machine, much like Conor McGregor, this girl is their next star. She is the future of the UFC women. They're building her up. They're letting her get settled inside the octagon, and I think that's a great thing. What else happened this past weekend? We had some great fights go down. Friday night, Bellator 138. What happened? We saw Kimbo Slice knock out Ken Shamrock. I know how many times I saw that this fight was fixed. Um, people saying, oh, that was a sham. Or, oh my god, it was fixed. Shamrock couldn't finish that rear naked choke. Well, guess what? He didn't finish that rear naked choke. And the punch that Kimbo landed to Ken Shamrock's face was anything but fake. He cracked him with a gigantic punch that cracked open his head and finished the fight. What happened? Shamrock took Kimbo down very, very early in the fight. He had him flattened out. He didn't throw any punches for some reason, um, but he did have a rear naked choke locked in extremely tight. But his left arm was his left hand actually was on Kimbo's forehead, which gave him very, very easy uh, an easy out. He he let Kimbo grab a hold of the arm pull down, and, and fight for the position. I'm not saying that it wasn't tight, but it is very hard to choke someone out with just one arm. And when Kimbo was fighting the arm properly, it was tough for Ken to finish the fight. Flattened out or not, Shamrock did not have that arm in tight, and uh, he wasn't able to force the tap. Even though he thinks that Kimbo Slice tapped, um, he didn't. The great thing about this spectacle fight... The great thing about the Bellator 138 main event, it had eyeballs on it. And the fact that these eyeballs were on Bellator, which is absolutely amazing, and it's great because I believe it drew something like 2.1 million viewers at one point, which is absolutely insane. The most viewers in, in, I believe, Bellator history, it gave the other guys eyeballs on them like Patricio Pitbull, who had an amazing come-from-behind victory. It let people see him, and it let people see what he could do. And it let people see Daniel Strauss, who came back and looked absolutely awesome in his fight with a first-round submission. And it had people's eyeballs back on Michael Chandler, a guy who was their former champ, a guy who prove that he is still a force to be reckoned with in the lightweight division. It had eyeballs on all these guys, as well as a guy like Bobby Lashley, who everyone knows because, you know, he's not just in the mixed martial arts game, but he's also in the wrestling game, the professional wrestling game. But you know what? It had these eyeballs on the mixed martial arts side of things, and it let people know who the hell these other guys were. Not Kimbo, not Ken Shamrock, but these other guys that many of the casual fans might not have known who they were. You know the guys that are just, oh, I watch UFC, but they don't know any other MMA? Well, guess what? Those are the guys that were watching Bellator last Friday night because of Kimbo and Ken Shamrock. The casual fans were watching because of those two names, and they got to know these other stars in the organization, and that is a great thing. So whether you like to call the main event a spectacle or a farce, or a throne fight, or the fact that it was fake, who gives a shit? It brought more eyeballs to the sport, and I think that is a great thing. Saturday afternoon, or Saturday morning, in the West Coast, we saw UFC Fight Night, Berlin, and in the main event, Joanna Young-Jacek kicked the living hell out of Jessica Penne, and prove that she is arguably one of the most vicious strikers in the UFC. She battered Penne to a pulp. (laughs) Her face was blown up on one side. Her nose could have been broken once or twice. She beat her up so bad that she broke her thumb in the fight, and she required surgery. She fought the hell out of this fight. And the cool thing leading up to this fight was... There, I saw a comparison video that Dana White put out there comparing her to Chuck Liddell. The way she punched, the way she was moving, that overhand right... She, it, it's scary how similar these two are. And it's scary to see what young Jacek can do in the 115-pound strawweight division with those women. She climbed above the cage on top of the cage post and said, who's next? I don't know if anyone in the UFC... Wants to fight this girl. Tough to say. Demetrius Johnson. UFC flyweight champion. On UFC tonight. On Wednesday evening. They announced. Ariel Hawani announced that John Dodson is next. In line. For that flyweight belt. They fought before. And Dodson gave Demetrius a run for his money. No he did not beat him. But guess what. Damn near close to knocking him out at one point. But DJ showed that he is still the man and he is the kingpin at 125 pounds. So I'm excited for this one. It's a fight that everyone wants to see the rematch in, and uh, we should all be looking forward to that one. I've talked enough here. I've, uh, you know, this solo thing is fun. I had fun with it. Next week, I will not be flying solo by any means. I will have some great guests lined up for next week. I'm not going to tell you who they are, but they are going to be good. Um, So make sure you check out MMAsucker.com. We've had some great articles. Mike Fagan threw up one called The Scott Coker Playbook and the Future of Bellator. Trevor Duick had a few things out over the past couple weeks, they've been really good. Um, Roxanne Mottaferi has an article up, featured story up right now, called Girl Fight. Um, It's a documentary that the Fight Nerd put out there. And uh, it's about a Muay Thai fighter, Girl Fight. Check that out. It's a review. Um, Make sure you check out the Eye of the Storm MMA podcast this past week. Earlier this week, actually, Justin Pirro welcomed Dwayne Finley to the show and his son Savage. Savage's first time on a podcast, welcomed him in, so check that out. As always, make sure you like MMA Sucka on Facebook, check us out on Twitter, at MMA Sucka, as well as myself on Twitter, at JeremyBrand604. Check out my sponsor, Pro-Am Belts. You can head on over to ProAmBelts.com for all your championship belt needs. Heck, I saw them promoting a poker belt the other day. Um, if you're a poker player, or if you're running a poker league, Check out ProAmBelts.com for all your championship belt needs. Um, for that, I don't have much else to say. Because I'm riding solo, I don't have anyone else to talk to. But thank you for listening. Make sure you check out Sucker Radio next week, next Thursday AM. And here I am crossing my fingers that the UFC 189 bout is still on. Jose Aldo, please don't be injured. And with that, I'm out. Yes, it's unanimous.
0: It's It's the radio, it's the it's the radio, sucker sucker radio. It's the radio, it's the it's the radio, sucker sucker radio. It's the radio, it's the it's the radio, sucker sucker radio. Come and listen, it's about that time. Yes, download the show or you can stream online. It's the radio, it's the it's the radio, sucker sucker radio. It's the radio, it's the it's the radio, sucker sucker radio. It's the radio, it's the it's the radio, sucker sucker radio. Come and listen, it's about that time. Yes, download the show, or you can stream online. out.